the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back as we head into our third hour this Monday, October 26, 2020. She's only been in office a little bit of time, but boy, she's shaking things up and doing a great job and running also for election in eight days. And that is our Maricopa County attorney, Alistair Adele. Alistair, welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, thank you so much, Seth, and for the kind words. I'm glad to be here. Good, good. I'm glad to have you here, and I'm sorry it's taken so long. But, um, boy, you know what a weird season this has been. I don't need to tell yeah. you. <laughs> Alistair, you've been in office a short time. You've been doing great work. Tell the audience that may not know about you a little bit about yourself, how you came to be doing what you're doing, and what you're most proud of since you've taken on the helm of the Maricopa County Attorney's Office. Well, I went to law school to be a prosecutor because, in my mind, there is no greater job for a lawyer in public service than it was so much meaning and purpose. And I was there for more than seven years, and I prosecuted homicides caused by impaired drivers. I was in the gang unit. I did wiretap cases. And then I was fortunate enough to be called upon by then-Governor Brewer's office to step in to be the um, administrative law judge, the chief administrative law judge for the executive hearing office. And I didn't know if you knew this, but he got regularly 20,000 cases a year on occasion. Wow. That's a lot. It's like a little yeah. mini court system. And I found that I loved being an administrator. and I actually like strategic planning, which some people will cringe at. Um, but being also to work with our stakeholders like at the legislature to make sure that we're making a, a difference in things. Um, and from there, I was proud to say I was the first uh, general counsel for the Department of Child Safety. Um, and then I worked a lot with nonprofits, um, consulting, things like that. Um, I was the first woman chair of the 100 Club of Arizona, and then also um, Phoenix Rotary 100 has a history of now, now we're up to 108 years, of being the oldest and largest Rotary Club in the state. And so when I was president, we focused our um, issues on human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And so now when the opportunity came open to have what I consider the greatest job in the world that can really help our community protect the public safety and keep families safe. I had to try. And yeah. it's such an honor to have been your Maricopa County attorney for the last year. And it's the first woman. I guess I didn't realize that. That's right. You would be the first female Maricopa County attorney. You're running for election a week from today. Uh, some people already have their ballots, of course. And you know where my heart beats. It beats um, on behalf of uh, the risks and challenges that our youth face. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell us about your experience in trafficking. What What are the threats that face our most vulnerable communities here, Alistair? Well, I think it's a combination of things, and it goes to a broader conversation about criminal justice form in general. Good. Um, and that's why we've changed our, our motto, keeping children and families safe. Mm -hmm. These young women and boys, when they're at their most vulnerable, it's, they don't have an after-school program. Um, they don't have a good support system at home, and they're felt loved and cared for for the first time. 
some of these girls and young boys, when they have done something wrong and they're in the juvenile department of corrections, these pimps, for lack of a better word, because this is a business for them, put money on their accounts so that they can buy things at the commissary and then they feel they own them mm. when they come out. Arizona, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, please. I, I was just going to say, this is a particularly tough issue, uh, or I should say threatening issue in Arizona. We see a lot of this here, don't we? We do, uh, especially during tourism season, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I've been really glad to partner up um, with um, you know Mrs. McCain and um, Dominique Rosepowitz and the other experts in the field police departments and such so that we can come together and have conversations about how do we combat this. And it's really going to start at educating our business owners to look for the signs, um, educating our children and our teachers and families, and making sure that we are doing our best to look for those signs. Unfortunately, um, some of these young women pick up smaller charges. And hopefully not a felony because then they get to come to my court. Mm-hmm. And the city courts do a great job um, working with these women. I will tell you that in, in, in my office, we have dedicated prosecutors um, who handle these cases because they're that important. And it sometimes leads to other criminal behavior. Yeah, you bet. Right. I read a study once. I don't know if it's still accurate, but the sense of it is, uh, which is uh, something I I saw from a U.S. attorney's office some years ago, that when you pick someone up for one felony, 80 percent of them have several more felonies that they've been wanted for. And I don't know if that still obtains, but that is often the sense, isn't it? Unfortunately, it is. And I'm proud to say that um, in my office's efforts, towards criminal justice reform started the day I got there. Um, The first is I directed our staff to review all of our play policies to make sure that they're in line with a treatment first approach Mm -hmm. so that we don't have people Mm reoffending. We've also created the first ever home detention program in our county. That means somebody with a misdemeanor DUI doesn't have to worry about losing their job, schooling, and there's little disruption to their lives and families. We've also created a robust diversion program to complement our other existing programs that we have, such as ones for the seriously mentally ill. We eliminated a financial barrier to participate in these programs. It used to be that you had to pay $630 minimum just to get the help and treatment you needed. So we eliminated that. I found efficiencies in the office to absorb that, that money into our budget. And we are now looking at the offender, not just the offense. Because you and I both know, you know, somebody could have a bad night, break into a car because they were looking for money to get more drugs. They had a disorderly conduct because they were very upset on the top of the, you know, freeway wall and they're mentally ill. They don't deserve to be in jail and and institutionalized. They need to get help so that they're not reoffending and breaking into your house in my car. So I'm proud to say that now what we've done is we have expanded the types of crimes that can have diversion because before really was just mainly drug offenses. And this includes other offenses. Um, they're assessed by our outside provider and then they're put into a evidence-based program to help them succeed, connect them with resources. Because I truly believe that those who want to do better and be better should be given the opportunity to do so. 
Alistair, you are in an, in a race for election uh, a week from uh, tomorrow. What are the stakes here? What are the stakes, and what happens uh, if you are reelected? What hap- or elected? What happens if you are not elected? Well, if I'm not elected, let's start there because we're going to end on a positive. If you want to live in Portland, New York, any one of these cities, the ones that George Soros bought the prosecutors, then you vote for my opponent. If you want um, cash bail ended, you actually have bond here to understand that. But if you want that ended and so we have an endless way for people to go in and out of our system, you'll vote for her. Um She was a prosecutor, a part-time prosecutor in Indiana, um, where she prosecuted an African-American woman on $300,000 cash bail. Well, she was in custody for 20 months awaiting her trial, found not guilty on a statute that was deemed unconstitutional. Hmm. So my opponent actually was sued in federal court. She'll tell you, well, it was dismissed. Well, she's correct. However, that's what happens when you settle a case out of court. Mm-hmm. She'll say, I didn't pay any money. She's correct. However, the taxpayers of Cook County were left with a nearly $1 million bill mm-hmm. for her actions. She fled then to Arizona and became dean of the now defunct Arizona School of Law. Mm-hmm. She talks about public corruption and how she's going to prosecute that, but she can't even see it when she's involved in it. I have the experience that she does not. I was a dedicated prosecutor handling many, many cases. And I also became an administrator. So I understand what it's like to run an office with with our office with 1,000 employees. We are the third largest agency in the country. Our way of thinking, our culture has changed since the day I started. We're talking about transparency and accountability. We're talking about ethical excellence every single day and that we are character-driven leaders. We are doing the right things for the right reasons every single time. So... If that's a that's a pretty good me, positive note, Alistair. That's a really good positive note. And Let me direct people to, to your website. Yeah, I was just going to say yeah. AlistairAdel.com, A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-A-D-E-L.com. Godspeed, Alistair. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Steph. Take care. You'll talk, we'll talk to you soon. Amy Coney Barrett has been confirmed by the United States Senate, 52 to 48. I believe that's the same vote that Clarence Thomas received when he was nominated to the Supreme Court. And so much more the comparisons will be, as he will be the one swearing her in tonight. Wonderful. Just so you understand the times and the partisanship that has been made of these kinds of uh, federal court and Supreme Court nominees, the last uh, Democratic appointee was Elena Kagan, and she was voted 
into into her position 6337. Before that, Sonia Sotomayor, 6831. Stephen Breyer, 87 to 9. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 96 to 3. They just don't do it the way we do it. And maybe there's a lesson there for us as well. Going forward. Going forward. But tonight's a night to celebrate. This is a great appointment. It's a great nomination. It's a great appointment. And it'll make our court better, which means it'll make our country and our countrymen better. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Gilbert's in Phoenix. Hello, Gilbert. Hey, uh, Seth, <clears throat> thanks for taking my call. I want to talk about uh, voter fraud real quick, but when your guest, the attorney, uh, came on and she talked about Cindy McCain, I, I almost had a car accident because uh, everybody knows who's following you know, Trump. Uh, number one, Trump, nobody is putting more pedophiles in, in jail than Donald Trump. Nobody. But number two, um, Cindy McCain is on record saying that she knew Jeffrey Epstein was a pedo. She's on tape in a, in a town hall meeting. And and her husband is the most powerful senator in the United States Congress, and nothing, nothing was done. So if, if anybody were to tell me, oh, I'm friends with Cindy McCain and we're working to, uh, to stop child trafficking, now you know why Republicans are, are very skeptical. The Trump supporters are very skeptical. Because... They say they're doing something, and they do nothing. But the, the, guy that's, the guy that's actually putting people behind bars is being demonized. Donald Trump puts people every week behind bars, for, and he opened up a division to stop child sex trafficking in the Department of Health and Human Services, and nobody says anything. So forgive me if I'm a little upset. The last thing I wanted to talk about voter fraud was a friend of mine, and I, I talked about the people. Wasn't Cindy McCain's comments about Jeffrey Epstein a criticism that they knew who he no, was she, and that they wouldn't go they after him? That's my understanding they, of it. See, I've worked with her on child trafficking stuff, and I, 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 I don't agree with her politics. But I can tell you from but, my experience, on, she, from my ex- what? She's married to the most powerful senator and what did he do he did nothing well I, Donald no, senators Trump, don't i don't i i look all i can tell you is i have worked with her on child trafficking issues and on that issue she has been very good uh she's someone you would want in your corner on this i can tell i can spend an hour talking about the work she's done on that i don't know what john mccain could have done about jeffrey epstein as a united states senator but i do remember her comments were a criticism of the law not going after him but that's really not yeah. why you called, according to my. No, I called. I called because my friends are also telling me that they they were vote, they were registering to vote for Republican. Mm-hmm. The system would not let them, so they said no, no, something's wrong. So they purposely went back in, voted, registered as a Democrat, and the de- and the machine says, okay, yeah, the computer says, yeah, you can register as a Democrat. So you know, I've I've got this from three different sources. Where friends of mine that told me that they did it. So what I'm saying is this. Where, this where? is another reason why where, Gilbert, people where? are upset. Where? The reason people are upset is Gilbert, because... Gilbert, where? where? Where did this happen? Oh, online. You go online and, and they, you try to register. And it wouldn't let you register. 
uh, because you were registering as a Republican. Okay. It would say that there's a system error, you know, try back refresh. Well, we and need to report this to Stephen Reicher. We need to report this then. We need to do something about correct, it. Correct, correct. So I'm saying if you're going to if you're going to register to vote, you know, you need to record your screen time as you're doing it, so that way there's there's evidence. And this is what this is what Republicans that support Trump, like me and others, were upset because we're thinking, why are the police not arresting people? I haven't seen anybody being arrested for ballot harvesting. We know it's happening. You know, why are we not having sting operations? Why are you saying, hey, Gilbert, can you go work at the retirement home and look for pallet harvesting? You know, why do we not have moles in these places, you know, with sting operations? And this is why, why, why people are upset with the Republicans. And, I, and I'm going to vote Republican, straight ticket. I'm going to vote for the attorney. I'm going to vote for everybody. But I, we're not seeing pe- corrupt people being put in, 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 in jail. We're seeing low-level offenders being put in jail. And this is what is upsetting uh the Trump supporters. And we're hoping that Donald Trump knows about this. And we're hoping that he arrests top level people and they start squealing like pigs because we know that the swamp is crooked. You know, and um, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just a little bit upset. But uh, no, well, you're I right to be upset. To... You're right to be upset. And and I do think Donald Trump is aware of this. This is why he's been talking about voter fraud for a long time. And this is why, you know, I have been promoting the candidacy of Stephen Reicher, Stephen Richer for county recorder here. That's the official that handles voting in Maricopa County. And if you want to do something about it, do everything you can to get Stephen Richer into that office. And I, that, that's, that's, I think, where you have to start at the local level. Uh, I think I've had no one on running for office so much as I have had him on because of the seriousness with which uh, I take it and the importance of that office it may not sound like the sexiest of things but you know people ask me what 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 should i do what should i do and the answers are not sexy the answers are not uh go get a job with the trump administration the answers are twofold if you care about the culture in the future you got to run for school board not sexy but that's where it happens and that's where it starts you care about elections and election fraud you got to get stephen richer into the office of county recorder that's where it is. That's where it is overseen. That's where it's administered. That's where it's enforced. And that's where the shenanigans can and cannot will or will not happen. Um, so I'm, I'm with you on all this. And all credit to Donald Trump for bringing up the issues of voter fraud. Um, but, you know, there's a whole host of reasons for, I guess, I guess the, the theme I'm thinking about on this topic is a book Hugh Hewitt wrote once about 15 years ago, which is they can't cheat if it's not close or it won't be close if they can't cheat. The point of which is it's much easier to have fraud in close elections rather than obvious big landslide wave type elections. I'm hoping we see a wave. A lot of people are saying it'll be close. I'm hoping we'll see a wave. I think Donald Trump deserves a wave. If we don't have a wave, it's going to say something about this country I'm not quite prepared for, to be honest with you. But in the meantime, yeah, are you volunteering to watch uh, to, to watch the polling places next Tuesday? I hope so. You got to. 602-508-0960. I want to hear, uh, I want to hear what the rest of your moods are.
If you're in the midst of selling your house or you're thinking about selling your house, I want you to call James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. He is the agent that sells more homes over $500,000 than any other agent in Phoenix and Scottsdale. He's ranked the number one selling individual agent in Arizona by the Phoenix Business Journal. James has buyers lined up. You won't leave any money on the table, and he guarantees to sell your home at market value or pay you the difference. If it's easier for you, he can also make you an upfront guaranteed offer on your home within 24 hours of reaching out to him. To reach out to him, give him a call at 480-386-0711 or visit him online at jameswexler.com. That's jameswexler, W-E-X-L-E-R.com. Jeff is in Phoenix. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Seth. Hey, Seth. How's it going? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm great. Great. Hey, just want a couple things. Uh, one, I know this is uh, maybe probably it's somewhat of a touchy subject for people here in Arizona. Um, to criticize John McCain and uh, people of his family and things. But um, I, I just wanted to follow up on what the gentleman was saying before. Very, very frustrating that you uh, vote for somebody uh, several, several, several times, and this includes Jeff Flake as well, and you believe what they're telling you, that they're voting, that they're working for you and you're working for your values. And then as soon as Donald Trump gets elected, they literally turn on you. I agree with you, uh, Jeff. I, I agree. I agree with and, you. I agree with you. And the fact that now we see Cindy McCain has joined Joe Biden, I mean, it just to me it, it infuriates me. I agree it with you. It infuriates me. I agree with you. But, anyway, but it doesn't. But it doesn't have anything to do with her work on child sex trafficking. Well, and that and that's true. That's true. I, I mean, my I God, Jeffrey know. Epstein abused one of her daughter's kids. Can we leave her alone oh on this God. issue? Yeah, let's well, leave her out of the I mean, on this issue. I I, I do believe. That people knew about this and they didn't say anything. Uh, we all know that. Same, we all have known thing. that. Of course. It's the same thing with everything right now. People know about the corruption in Washington and people don't say anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an absolute joke. But anyway, right. and my second thing was uh, we went to the car rally this weekend. I mean, let, let, let's, I'm going to give you all the time you want, but let's just stay on this oh, okay. for a second, if, we, if you don't okay. mind. Because, because it raises an interesting point about political sophistication maybe is the wrong word maybe it's the right one but we you know we can't be so prepared to wash away all the good people do in some respects because we don't like the bad they do when it comes to political preferences i'll give you an example i'll give you an example how grateful are you i'll tell you how grateful i am but how grateful are you that alan dershowitz has stood up for the president the way he has. Though he will not be voting for Donald Trump, though he campaigned for Hillary Clinton, though he has campaigned for Joe Biden. Absolutely. Right. That's all. That's my that. point. That's my point. And, 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 hey, they can do what... More power to them. They can do whatever they want to. More power to them. But just don't tell me you're something you're not. Okay. Because you said you were something, and then all of a sudden, when it came down to it, when the money train stopped, when the power stopped, then you're, you, you we don't We don't disagree. I, I'm totally with you. I don't know if anyone was as critical as John McCain as I was, but I was pretty darn critical. I, I think yeah. he—I'll I'll tell you, I, I could go further. Not only do I think he broke his trust with the voters in campaigning to lead the charge against Obamacare and then supporting it, I don't think— the way he handled his last year in office was at all appropriate. 
I don't think the media oh. played it well. I don't think his team played it well. I just don't think Absolutely. it's appropriate to have unverified, unvalidated, unsourced emails, tweets, and press releases from someone that you can't confirm they said oh it or God. did it when we all know what was going on. I just well, thi- I, I thought everything we- about it was terrible. Oh, yeah. And the world we live in now, Seth, it's just hard to separate. You know, it's hard to separate when you're, you have the same name and, you, you know, it, people just get frustrated. I mean, the frustration level right now, I mean, obviously, I, I'm only 57 years old, but I've never been involved in an election or any kind of process or anything that I've seen in my whole lifetime that I've realized this is what's going I mean, something weird is going on here. I, I, think, so, I think we're on the same page. I just can't exist in a world where I care. I don't think any more than you can where I care about a lot of issues and I'm willing to dismiss and condemn someone who doesn't vote the way I do, though they are a real hero on that issue that we care about. Well, that's the exact point. And that's, you know, think think of Alan Dershowitz as the example, but hold the, hold the thought. Okay. Cause I know that's not exactly why you called. You can say more on that and why you called. If you give me just this commercial break, I'll come right back to you. Is that fair? Yeah, great, great, great. Perfectly. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I take balance of nature every single day. So glad I do. It improves my health, boosts my immunity, gives me energy, natural energy that comes from all natural fruits and vegetables. It's the most effective whole food supplement on the market. It's the only thing I take. I've been taking it for a year, haven't been sick since. Give them a call at 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE to get 35% off your first order and free shipping. I was speaking with... Um, Sorry, I lost my uh, call screen here. It was Jeff. Yes, it was speaking with Jeff. Thanks for holding, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And I just want to follow up. You're exactly right in what you said. Especially in times like this, uh, I think what separates uh, conservative people or whatever whatever train of thought you want to say that we are, but certain people from other people, especially the way we're voting, is the fact that we do see we don't say we don't see things as black or white. There's gray almost in everything. And so you have to you cannot just say, OK, well, I'm going to vote for everybody that's Republican because that's the way I'm voting, especially if, if I saw what if Donald, when Donald Trump's family was happening with Joe Biden's family right now. I can say I wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. There's no way. That's an interesting point. That. That's a really interesting point. This irks you so much. It is that corrupt to you that it would change your vote or at least keep oh, you absolutely. from voting. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's pretty I think it's pretty bad. I think it's pretty bad. Everything that's I, happened and that these people accept, I mean, the FBI's, the Strzok, the Page. Yep, the, I mean, yep. everybody is using their power to put put me in a put me in a position as a as a, a free man, not a not taking away my freedom, and that is not going to happen. You think so, about how bad it is. You think about it, it takes a minute, doesn't it, to kind of remember just why Donald Trump was impeached, right? It takes a minute to actually try and remember what that was all about. Once you do. And then you look at what the Bidens are credibly accused of, not with anonymous whistleblowers, but with people who have stood up and have been willing to say their names and show their faces. I got a great one. I got a great it's a one. lot worse. Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah. I called Fox 10. There's nothing on their website. Absolutely no stories on this whatsoever. I called them twice and asked them why there's nothing. First time they told me, oh, it's on the elections tab. You need to look closer. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So I called again this morning. Oh, well, those aren't, nothing's verified. I said, it's not verified? Well, how about the uh, Steele dossier? How did that get verified? You covered that. It's a joke. They are. I said, what the but, you know what's interesting to me? I've heard this not verified thing from so many apologists. What does it mean to be oh verified? God. What does it mean to be verified? I don't know. We have emails. We have a credible witness on the record. Um, I, <laughs> we, what, well, what I does asked it, him. I said, yeah. I said, Hunter's pictures are in the email. What more do you need? They're his pictures. There's his signature at the place where he dropped it off. I said, I don't know what verification you're looking for, but they're verified. But I don't know why people can't. They, they it's so odd, this verification business. You know, well, we, can get, we can get tax returns, um, which are criminally leaked from anonymous sources. The Steele dossier, yeah. you're absolutely right. Almost every accusation the New York Times has front-paged on, New York, uh, 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 on Donald Trump has been from anonymous sources. And we have here non-anonymous sources we have yeah. here a bevy of evidence and yeah. they tell us it's not we are supposed to somehow believe that it was a russian plot mm-hmm. forgive me audience but that it was a russian plot <laughs> that got oh, yeah you know where i'm going okay i don't need mm. to say it i don't need to say it okay it's crazy yeah we're living in crazy times yeah yeah anyway yeah. we went to the parade on sunday we, it started out by Lake Pleasant, or New River, or not, I'm sorry, Carefree Highway and the Lake Pleasant Parkway. I've never seen so many people for an event in all my life. It it was unbelievable, Seth, and it's so encouraging. And at every overpass or underpass we went, there were people standing there filming, waving. I mean, it was awesome. So was when awesome. people talk about, when the left talks about, th- this is a campaign of hate. You know, that's 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 another distortion of the word, because I have seen these things, Jeff, and I've just never seen greater expressions of love for this country. They don't know what hate and love is, but this is a love story about this country. It was in 2016 and it is now. And so many of these that are, you know, organically grown, not planned by the campaign. I mean, I have just never seen anything like it. And it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful in and of itself. It's even more beautiful, more lovely, if you will, given the year we've had. You know? It really is. And people who miss that miss everything. Liberals love the party. Conservatives love the individual. Would you add the country at this point to both sides? Well, I don't know if, what liberals' definition of the country is, but I mean, guess they have some land to live on. So, but not our constitution, not our bill of uh, rights. See, that's that's the box they've put us in. They have given us doubt. They have given us doubt by the organizations and the messaging that they have coalesced around. They have given us doubt about that, haven't well, they? Seth, can any left-wing organization that goes towards socialism? or any type of Marxism, whatever you want to call it, can they ever stop till they get to the end where it's a dictator? No, no. And that's why I think it is so important that we actually read the words of the people who founded these organizations and what it is they founded them for. 
You know, you can have a beautiful name. You can have a wonderful name. Democratic People's Republic is a beautiful yeah. name. It's a yeah. beautiful name. It's a living hell. It's a living hell. We have, we have normalized the Czechoslovakian. Right. Right. I right. mean, it, they could put whatever word they want. We adopt right. too many of their liberal words. Right. We adopt too many things that we, they start putting a definition on. Just like that uh, Hawaii senator, when she said to Amy Coney Barrett, oh, we don't say sexual preference because that means they actually can choose. Well, you can choose if you like blondes or brunettes or if you like tall guys or short guys or big girls or short. I mean, come on. What's going on? It's amazing to me that, you know, no one thinks that way except them. You know, they think like they they think as if you have to say the, the perfect thing to get through the hoops to pass this woke test. She's an idiot, that senator from Hawaii. She's an actual idiot. It reminds me of something I got to run. It reminds me of something P.J. O'Rourke once said. The purpose of the Senate is to keep middle-aged knuckleheads out of the private sector where they can do damage. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jeff, you're great. Thank you for your call. I got to run. Thanks for spending some of your afternoon with us. Uh, I was just told on break about several other rallies that are going on. That's a love story. That is great. I love it. I love it. Um, people who love their country and want to protect it. We have eight days to go. Uh, we'll interface a lot tomorrow. And I was thinking about something Evan Sayet said in the second hour about what the election will determine. And um, it reminded me of Churchill in 1942 this is not the end it's not even the beginning of the end but it is perhaps the end of the beginning november 3rd it is perhaps the end of the beginning let's look forward to it let's look forward to this and let's make sure we don't just do the right thing but we find someone else to do the right thing and if you have a hard time convincing them of why Call in tomorrow, and we'll talk with one another, and we'll have other listeners tell their stories and their elevator pitches as to why. Because we fought too hard and too long to lose this right now. What Abraham Lincoln called, and I still believe, is the last best hope of Earth. Ronald Reagan changed that to the last best hope of mankind. Whichever you prefer, just knowing it's the last best hope. And that those who want to change it, those who want to radically transform it, are the ones shutting the door behind them after they've achieved so much success for themselves. It's not a place of honor. Until tomorrow, I'm Seth Leibson. God bless and class dismissed.